I tried to have you guys wrap it up before, before you started going down this hole of, of movies. Zan only watches much of the penguins. <laughs> we don't watch movies. We don't watch phenomenal, movies in our home. Phenomenal, phenomenal taste in movies. Thank you very much. I don't have time to watch movies. Uh, NPR is actually running a cover on migrating tree frogs. <laughs> hey, have you seen the Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia on the uh, the frog venom? It's on YouTube. I recommend it. Is he an X Men? <laughs> okay. Is that a new one? Have you, have you seen Armageddon? <laughs> hey, Mitch, you remember Wild Things? Hell yeah. And you remember Wild Hogs? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Welcome back to Papa Don't Preach. We are back here for another great episode and happy Black History Month for everybody out there. It is us, your favorite dads. I'm here with Mitch Keith and Zan Mostow. How you guys doing, fellas? I'm alive and well. I uh, just had a good stretch, you know? <laughs> feeling great. <laughs> Stretched it out. You're, all, you're, you're feeling good? You're feeling, feeling good? loose right now. Feeling loose. Feeling loose. I love it. I love it. Mitch Keith, how you feeling? I'm doing, I'm doing real good. Uh, my, my, <laughs> my computer is finally working. And, you know, the Dodgers fucking signed Trevor Bauer today. <laughs> so I can't. I know I was having computer problems earlier and I was getting a little angry. But the thought, just me thinking about <laughs> Trevor Bauer now, the, the last year's Cy Young winner being a dodger it just brings a smile to my face i'm happy i'm i'm good i'm good what position does he play well he's a cy young winner sports guy so he's a pitcher. i'm not you're gonna you're gonna answer me yes he's a pitcher he, Ooh, he, he throws the ball he throws the ball i was the best pitcher in my league when i was lies it's true i was yeah, 13. kickball kickball is not a sport <laughs> Kickball is not a sport. I have, I have orangutan arms. I, I was do, very good do. at pitching. Yeah, your wingspan is like seven and a half feet, which is insane. I think it's six six. And you're only five five. That's weird. Do you have like a really high bed? Knuckle draggers. Uh no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be very weird if I have five five with a six six wingspan. Good lord. We would call we would call you a Homo erectus is what we would call you. I don't think I would leave my house. You wouldn't leave your house? I wouldn't leave the trees. We got we to... Gotta, come we, one, come all. Gotta, Check out the freak show of Echo Park. We got to build up your self-esteem. Yeah, is that what they used to drag the lake? You just stick your hand in there and run from side to side? Oh, Zan's going to cleaning the lake. Can't go in. <laughs> it's one swoop. Uh, 
Uh, it's a, you know, it's not a Papa Don't Preach episode if we don't tear into Zan for the first five minutes of the episode. Uh, what? This is new. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I get it. I get it. Okay, you get it for the first five minutes, and then I'm ripped on for the next 45. So don't worry. That's pretty, stop being a, that's pretty much it. Yeah, stop being a baby, like, bitch. <laughs> that happens after you start hearing you talk. <laughs> well, hey, you know, Mitch, one thing I am worried about is the optics of the Dodgers signing a player like this. I don't want to get into Yankee territory where we start dropping top dollar just for optics and end up having the most expensive team in the league. I know we're not there yet, but it's a slippery slope, in my opinion. I think we are there. I don't think we are there yet. How much was it? Uh, he's going to get, I think, $110 million for three years. He's now like the highest paid player. God. Like for, or like that, it's like the highest contract, I believe. He's guaranteed forty million, um, year one, and he can opt out. Uh, year two, after year two, he'll have eighty five, and then year three, he'll make the rest. So that's a good agent, man. Well, I mean, very good agent. He's young. I mean, obviously, he's going to the defending champs team, so it'll be. I don't. I don't see him leaving. Clayton Kershaw. You know, he's getting old, older. I should say so. Yeah, I was gonna say getting old, <laughs> younger than me. <laughs> but in uh, yeah, in baseball, in, own. in baseball terms, you know, it's he's he's getting up there, and you know, the arm is different in baseball when, especially when you're a pitcher. I mean, if you just as you get older, you you're just not as quick anymore. You don't do the things you used to be able to do. So you got to stretch more. Yeah, tell Tom Brady that that guy is a machine. Dude, the goat. Dude, I don't care what anybody says about Tom Brady. Like, I know that I, I personally hated the Patriots. I hated the Patriots. I'm a Raiders fan. That that everybody knows the kick, uh, <laughs> the fumble. Everybody knows about that game. The first Super Bowl that Tom Brady won was at the behest of the Raiders, and it was very, very. It's something that sticks with me as a Raider fan. But I mean. The guy is the greatest. It's nuts. I mean, you can't take like if if you hate on him, then you're just a you're just a hater. Who do you got? Who do you got? Who do you got? Huh? See, I go with who Sailor picks. That's my problem. Sailor, you go with Sailor picks. Well, because Sailor doesn't get it wrong. She she picks every fucking winner. How many years so in a row? Yeah. How, is this, how long is this? Is just going just, on? Yeah. Too, is this just the Super Bowl, or is no, it? No, no. Or is it no, for every game? Just, no, it's literally if I ask her who's going to win. She gets it right. What did you say three years ago? When she could barely talk. I'm not yeah, talking. I'm not talking. No, no. I'm, I'm talking about all. I'm talk, six. I'm talking okay. about all sports. Hmm. I'm just like just recently the you like the Conor McGregor uh, UFC. She picked every single winner. Every single one, and I was going with the other. I'm like, wow, God, you like. I'm just like. Oh, that's is, is anybody else here thinking that Mitch is missing an opportunity to make some money here? No, because once no, no, no. I know, I know, I know, I know the way. Nope, I, I will not do that because I'll let someone else bet on it. And you know, you just need to if I if I give you my golden ticket, you need to throw some cash my way. I'm not going to put money on it because then I will ruin it, and I ain't trying to ruin what she's got going on. Okay, all right. I'm too super. Well, I'm too superstitious. So I I think if I go with her winner and I throw money on, I'll I'll take away. I'm not taking away her juju. Hell no. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. 
Well, that's a lot of love you got for your girl. I appreciate that. You know, uh, I actually wanted to talk to you guys about Black History Month and find out who your fav- favorite black people are. Uh, I'm going to start with you, Mitch. Who's your favorite black person? You can't name an athlete and you can't name Martin Luther King. Go. <laughs> what the fuck question is this? <laughs> it's Black History Month. I know. This is my goddamn month. You have a problem with that? Black person. It's fun. Okay. I I have one. Okay, so I'm sorry. No, I thought okay. this was America. <laughs> okay, okay, so, okay, so well, okay. If I can't name an athlete, and obviously I can't name the obvious of Martin Luther King, uh, I'll go with. Uh, can't name me either because I'm an athlete. No, you're terrible. Uh, I'd go with your brother. Are you sure about that? My brother's an athlete. Not anymore. Neither are you. <laughs> uh, I could go with uh, Ruby Bridges. Um. Muddy Waters, uh, Bessie Coleman. Obviously, I could say it like Rosa Parks, but the, do you know? Do you do you guys know who Bessie Coleman is? I don't know who Bessie Coleman is. I don't oh, know. Okay, so uh, Bessie Coleman, she was the first uh, black woman to fly an airplane. Oh, and look at that! And so Amanda's grandmother, she was a pilot in the war, and so <clears throat> you know, I'd never heard of her prior to learning about uh, Amanda's grandmother. So that's how I learned about her. Um, but yeah, she's pretty amazing woman. Um, yeah, first black woman to ever fly. Um, when she tried to get into the school, she was obviously denied um, her entrance. And she moved to, uh, what was it? Uh, she moved to France. So she learned to speak French and she got her license in like seven months. And she specialized in. Uh, what was it? Uh, stunt flying, and and like and like per- performing like aerial tricks. <clears throat> so she was a pretty incredible woman. Uh, but I mean, I'm always about the athletes, you know. So when you take that away from me, that's a little, a little bit of a dick move. <laughs> <laughs> so, so <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Zan, have you learned anything uh, in your in your years uh, when it comes to Black history that you did not know about, like that you felt that you didn't get to learn in school? Anything about Black history? Just to yeah, uh, I mean, uh, one th- the thing that pops out specifically that I did not learn in school was the the uh, um, Oklahoma the the massacre uh, on Black Wall Street. Ah, that was not, not about. that was not learned in school. Um, and unfortunately, I learned about that in my uh, early 20s. And yeah, yeah, that's a big one. Um, and a lot of other stuff, too. I mean, I can't recall my like uh, opposite from what Mitch was saying, like his is athletes. My uh, music, a lot of my influences come from like black artists, music uh, from music. Um, Who's your favorite? I don't have man. Who's my favorite? Uh, Nina Simone is one of them. Uh, just all day. Her song "Do I Move You" is so it's just it's like a it's a simple song. There's just so much energy and soul in it. I I, I play it all the time. Um, I grew up with a lot of calypso because my mom's from the Caribbean. Mm. Uh, so a lot of steel drums. That's Bertha Steel Pan is from Trinidad. Um, Bellacuti, hip hop. I mean, man, there's so much. It's it's all my influences from the black culture regarding music um yeah i'm loving like uh 
at least in my a lot of like jazz and blues coming back like it's i feel like i, love I feel it. like it disappeared kamazi washington kamazi washington has been, has been a big part of that sorry for interrupting no 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 worries like it's it's a i'm, I'm happy to see that coming back into like the mainstream because i think i mean a lot of these kids they listen to just absolute trash and that's just a given check out lee morgan amazing trumpet player go ahead obi i'll be quiet now uh, uh what is i guess like your position i i obviously the schools aren't going to change you're gonna have to monitor it but do you think you're going to try and do a better job in learning american history in schools than i mean like just teaching your kids or try to expose them to more cultures than you guys were yes absolutely unless there's a big change in how it's taught um I mean, I think the responsibility will end up on on us. I, I, you know, hopefully she'll be in a school. I mean, our goal is to have her in a, you know, school that that teaches teaches it all from an objective point of view and, and shows the reality of it. Um, you know, those schools are generally expensive. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're not the, they're not cheap. Because I'll tell you right now, little little bozo's going to public school. <laughs> So it's on you. Well, I, I I know we talked about this in an earlier pod. Um, I'm not sure, Mitch, if you went, but I know that uh, a school trip that we had to go to was the Museum of Tolerance. Did you guys have to go to the Museum of Tolerance? I want to feel. I, I want to say I. I did. Yeah. For everybody out there who doesn't know this, we mentioned in an earlier podcast, but the Museum of Tolerance is basically the Holocaust memorial. That in it, uh, it's a museum that shows how everybody has bias that it goes over world war two and the Holocaust basically tries to dispense all that bullshit that it was fake. And it's, it's a great museum. It's, it's good. But another place that they had in LA, not far from the museum of tolerance was the museum of African-American history, which we never went to. Like I didn't know that it existed until I went to the science center. Like I went to the science center on my own with my friends. Yeah. I went there as an adult, not, not, never, never. <laughs> Dude, I was I was I was walking to the science center to and I was like, oh look at the natural history museum. I remember coming here when I was like, wait, what the fuck is that? African what? Like, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like I was just going there to kick it because you know what are you supposed to do before you're 18? And then I I saw it and I just you know I I have no idea why we're not sending kids there. Was it you know, black? It's Black History Month. Why not? I mean, do you, do you think do you think things happen like, or do you only go to certain museums when you're in like middle school? Like, it's like because obviously we have no matter what, you know, we've we and we've talked about this in prior podcasts as well, to where you know a, a, a kid, you're not born racist, you learn to become racist. So mm-hmm. as a young kid, they schools may tippy they tippy toe around things to maybe possibly get a someone's family upset like well why the fuck are you taking my kid there and it's like when it's history and there's nothing that anyone should ever be upset about because you're gaining knowledge on who we are as people i rather schools apologize for overstepping in quotes than be precautious and withhold information from children because being a product of the Los Angeles public school system, there's a lot about my own history and even women's history, American history. There's a lot about history 
that I didn't know about. And a lot of kids grow up thinking with, you know, if I were to hone in on one subject, when it being Black History Month, a lot of kids grow up to thinking like, oh, you know, black people are just in the ghettos killing themselves. They need to figure out how to get their pick themselves up by the bootstraps. Martin Luther King did it and he was a hero without being taught that what Martin Luther King said is you can't pick yourself up by the bootstraps if you got no boots. And he was public enemy number one while he was alive and he was assassinated like he was killed for his beliefs. So if we learn all of that and we learn everything behind it, maybe it will teach a little bit of tolerance, but that might be a pipe dream. I was in the fifth grade when we read the diary of Anne Frank and it was a whole production. It wasn't just reading a book. Like we had to stop in between chapters and find out what was going out, going on outside of those diaries. Like we learned about Jews getting put in gas chambers and being piled on. Like when we watched, uncle tom's cabin the dude's literally getting whipped in the back like we went through some heinous shit but they made it seem like a blip in history like one person made a mistake you know they made it seem like hitler was a bad guy not the entire uh country of germany's infrastructure popping this guy up and believing in what he said they don't talk about that they just say hitler was a bad guy and that was it and they group it as the nazis and hitler like they don't actually teach us about the problem of like what's wrong with propaganda the about propaganda propaganda did i say that right propaganda propaganda perfect pronunciation thank you you know a lot of you guys don't know this but it being black history month i'm automatically a genius so <laughs> anything i say is correct i buy it anything, anything you say is incorrect thank you <laughs> I, in, I invoke my almighty race card. You are right, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Is this when the superpowers are supposed to show up? Yeah, don't get me started with Reddit. They fucked me over. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to give a shout out just to, I want to give a shout out before we move on. I want to give a shout out to uh, one person in black history right now that I know will be looked on, looked back on and we will give that person praise, but a person that's gotten a lot of flack right now, our vice president, Vice President Harris. I want to throw it up to her right now. She is the, you know, she was the first African American district attorney of California. She was the first female president, the first president of color. And vice I president. think a vice president of color. And I think we undercut, like, we were so happy, like, hey, we got a woman president and she's black. Like, this is a first, this is great. Um, you know, she's got a very, very tough four years. Her career is nowhere near over. She's not mm-hmm. old. She's very, very young. She's very spry. I'm very, very excited to be living in a time where she is a political leader. Hopefully she does not let me down. I know I don't agree with her on a lot of things. I do think that she has uh, some policy views that I don't disagree with in her past, but I also do see her evolution, not as flip-flopping, but as what humans should do. They should look at the situation, learn the situation, and grow. So I am very, I'm going to give a shout-out to KH, my lady, Kamala. <laughs> it's, I hope you hear this. <laughs> yeah. Kamala Harris, if you're listening, my number is a one a five five five. Okay, never mind. Anyway. <laughs> it's, it's weird that, like, I don't know, maybe just being 37 years old that some of these topics are like 
a congratulate like a congratulation and a celebration like it just why hasn't this been happening like it's just crazy to me to think that racism not not it's not it's not only it's not i mean it's more it's more it, i think it's more than just that though I I think that's the I think that is the cake. There might be some icing on it. But <laughs> some I mean, other factors. But I mean, it's it's just like I said, it's just crazy to me that this is something in 2021 that we're really actually celebrating. I I think it's it, to to think that a, a female has not been made for that job or any job prior is just ludicrous to me. It's just a, it's just a stupid stupid thing to ever think and again i mean congratulations to her i'm very very fucking happy for her i think it's nuts to me that it's 2021 and we're celebrating this like this is something that should have been celebrated years i mean decades 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 ago like it's it's so it's weird we still have a bunch of firsts to go we still have a bunch of firsts to go there's still never been a female president still never been a female president we still never had a female governor in California. Well, I don't even think we've had a person of color as the governor of California. Like, there's still a lot of firsts that need to happen. Like, I, I'm going to have to look at my history books. I, I could have sworn we had a black guy as governor here. Did we not? I know. I don't. I don't. Did I, don't I imagine that? Did I watch a movie? Was it Deep Impact? Was that Morgan Freeman or was he president? President there. <laughs> it was president. But, um, he's also the president in White House Down. He also plays God. <laughs> <laughs> now, you guys, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to be back to talk about Valentine's Day with these three beautiful dads. This is Papa Don't Preach, and we'll be right back. Fuck Valentine's Day. I think Valentine's Day has a theme song, by the way. Do, 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 do. <laughs> sure does. That's McDonald's. No. Hey, little mama, let me whisper in here. Tell me that's the one. That's the Valentine's Day song. I love song. it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to that thing. I'm going to listen to that song right when we fucking end <laughs> That is the one. And we're back. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. You are still here. Welcome to Papa Don't Preach. I'd like to talk to you about one of the most dreaded days to some men and some women, and it is Valentine's Day. We are just around the corner to the holiday of hearts, where we all show each other how much we love them by showering them with gifts and figurines that they'll never, ever use or see again after that day, where we overspend on overcooked meats at different restaurants. This terrible amazing and loving day which is valentine's day zan i have to ask you a question hmm. now that you're a dad has your valentine's day routine changed 
no, we're not we're not the biggest fans of Valentine's Day over here. The actual day of it. No, uh, you're not fans of Valentine's Day. Tanya and I, we don't we don't so we don't celebrate it. We we will <laughs> celebrate our love for each other uh, on like other days. Um, yeah, we're, it just it's just it's just. It's right, just, so what days do you pick? We we do whenever we want. We do whenever we want. We 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 do whenever we want. Like we'll do like in the month of February sometimes. But um, it's just I don't know. I've I, I feel like I'm a hater, but I'm not. It's just it puts all this force on people, this pressure on people to Embrace show hate, love. I mean, I do in some certain ways. Um, <laughs> it puts so much pressure on people rage, to to perform for this like one day and then when you have add in social media then you start making you know there's an added pressure on top of that to you know make sure you're you're showing it and people see you showing it it's um and there's just so much waste and so much bullshit to buy and it's just it's so you know it's america it's american culture and um corporate america's sinking their fingers and <laughs> i got them wound up y'all i got them wound up it, it, it's, <laughs> so we're yeah so uh, we, we, we don't like it um going to speak on you know parenting and seeing having the kids see it i think you know it's important that kids see both parents or both partners showing affection to each other uh as they grow up and um yeah, it's just it's I fucking hate it. We don't like it. Okay. But we have had yes, we have yes, had, you got hate in your heart. Let it out. <laughs> we, you got a little hate. Yeah, we, uh, there is a there is a Valentine's Day where we did go out on the actual Valentine's Day. It was um, Lauren Hill was performing Ooh. at the. Damn, uh, she's one of my favorites. The, I, you know what? She's one of mine also. But the show was so bad. It was so bad. We left early. We, it, it, oh my God, it was so bad because she turned all of her songs from the Miseducation. She turned it, the whole set, into a jam band set. Uh, like that seemed like it'd be cool. No, it's not. Those songs, they're, they're so intimate. There's so much. There's so much soul to them, and they just, they, she just like made them jam bandy. You think it's because it lost, she, it lost she everything. doesn't like white people and she saw you in the crowd enjoying yourself and so she was like... I'm mixed. <laughs> I'm, I am mixed, Mitch. Okay. My wife... Persian, so you're mixed with a bunch of whites? <laughs> Fuck you, Sam. You're full of white. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, that's our first full of white of 2021. Thank you very much, Mitch. Take a shot. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, if you're listening at home, that's our first full of white. That's one shot. If you're driving, pull over, take a shot, and continue on to work. Please don't Make do sure that. Make sure you put that open bottle back in your trunk of your car. Uh, but, yo, Mitch, okay. So, Mitch, um, you have the oldest child here. So, this is a two-part question for you. How do you celebrate Valentine's Day in your home? And to rewind, if you do remember the second part of this question, to rewind, do you remember your first Valentine's Day when you were a kid? Yes to both. Ooh. So uh, Amanda and I, the way we celebrate it is we don't. Um, <laughs> I'm in. I We both tell each, we, each other that we love each other every single day. I don't need a day to for anything. Uh, we <gasps> think it's both cheesy. Um, with a child, though, it's a little bit different. 
because she creates our cards for one another. Oh, that's awesome. So, so like you're just getting, gar- you're getting garbage cards for Valentine's Day. Yeah, so I'm getting a whole bunch of <laughs> You shut your mouth, Obi. You shut your mouth. <laughs> uh, so that is how it is celebrated. Um, yeah, we both do. It's cheesy. I, I, I do. I will go buy flowers. That's just what I do. Um, what kind of flowers do you, so you get? Do, I get so I, you do celebrate it. I don't. It's just a. I feel like it's a. It's. It's not that I celebrate Corp- it. It's a, It's almost I feel guilty if I don't. Corporate America has pushed you. So yes. So someone has <laughs> convinced me that I need to do it. But you've been trapped, my friend. But they only eleven. You have been trapped. These roses are only eleven ninety nine. but although because they do mark up the prices for everything so that's why i bought her roses last week so she ain't getting them this year uh (laughs) so yeah so i'll buy a dozen roses uh, on occasion and you know six are for her six are for sailor and that's just the way it goes that's just that's just how we do it uh for the actual day it it Okay. No one gives a fuck. All right. All right. My first Valentine's Day for it. My first one. Uh, yeah. The girl I was dating. I was supposed to uh, go. We had dinner reservations at uh, some place in Malibu. I can't even think of the name of it right now. But there was a giant accident. Malibu Cafe. No, no, but it no uh, Gladstones. 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 So is that Gladstones? We oh go. shit! So, yes. Well, it was like my first. The, Look my, at the big spender. <laughs> Thanks, mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> but so I was supposed to. I love her, dad. <laughs> <laughs> so we had dinner reservations at like, I think, seven thirty ish. And so the 101 getting on, like, and she lived off of, uh, I had to hit the 23 freeway for an exit. And there's this little, small, little uh, uh, underpass. And there was an accident. And I sat there for three and a half hours. I couldn't move. And I didn't have a cell phone. (laughs) There was no, there was no cell phones. So pretty much, like I just like stood up the first girl I'd ever dated on Valentine's Day, but then you know, so I show up at like I don't know ten, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I was stuck. Like, the and the only way for me to prove this is, you know, hey, look at the news because <laughs> we don't have what we have now. Uh, read the paper tomorrow. I'm sure you'll get a letter. <laughs> and. uh yeah, then we then we went to Gladstone's and it was absolutely terrible. And she was pissed, and I was just like, "Dude, fuck this bitch!" Like, you're. <laughs> I just told you what I was going. Like, I just sat. I was stuck underneath a fucking bridge for three hours, and you're mad at me. You don't think I? Oh, you didn't. You didn't pick her up. You met her there. No, I had no. I had to go pick her up. And then they went. But I couldn't. I couldn't go anywhere. There was nowhere for me to go. I'm like, literally, the traffic didn't move. Like that's how bad this accident was. Damn! And I was pissed because then, when I finally was able to get by, I didn't see a head or anything. Like I want to see like a skull. Like show me something. <laughs> like so, so I could do like a little drive-by, swoop it up, and be like, "Look here, <laughs> this is why I, I I wasn't here." But yeah, 
Yeah, but at the at the end of the day, fuck Bountown. It's stupid. And you said the food was bad too when you yeah, got there. There's nothing good about it. See, that's that's like also unless you're cooking for yourself at home on Valentine's Day, I don't think going out is the move if you do it because it's like. I feel like the food is always going to be underwhelming to a degree. They mark up the prices and it's just, it's, it, I feel like everything is rushed. And so you just don't do it. Yeah, that's... So like, I guess like, is there a, pr- is there pressure? I mean, not that you're na- like a lot of you guys are seasoned husbands, but what the fuck? Dude, I'm going on you... 10 years. Yeah. A seasoned Congrats. husband. <laughs> I thought you said you're no one here is a seasoned husband. I was like, dude, I'm 10 years deep. You ain't got to brag. We get it. You're in love. Well, so do you guys feel like there's pressure to do something on this day? And I know, Zan, you touched on it a little bit that social media now pushes some type of pressure for you to like set, you know, post a picture of you kissing your wife saying like, it's the best girl ever. Happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) <laughs> I, 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 I feel the pressure is when you are dating someone. I think a lot of things change a lot when you are uh, married. And like I said, Amanda and I, we can have, we can have for our anniversary, we had champagne and Taco Bell. Like that's how we roll. Like, yeah, we don't need, we don't need the fancy bullshit. Why try? <laughs> Hell a lot. As <laughs> we're full of white. <laughs> you do get your glasses So, uh, I think there's pressure when you're a, when you're younger and you're dating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because you want to, you, you want to impress this girl. You want, you want either a, you're trying to get some at the end of the night or B, you know, you just want to do something completely different that you've never done. So you're, you too are getting dressed up. Like you don't, you, you're the person that doesn't go and do that. Um, so I, ha- I think it has a lot to do with like newer relationships and uh, when you're young. Well, I mean, you've been out the game a little while, Mitch. Yeah, that's some old school thinking, but you might be right. You might be right. What's game? Do you feel the pressure? Probably got game. Kobe? <laughs> Eat a Mac. Macaroni. Oh, my God. Come on. Well, like... <laughs> One of the greatest movies of all time. I don't know what movie is yeah. it. Friday. What? Oh, Friday. I don't remember that part. <laughs> that face I just saw on this Zoom. <laughs> I'm just appalled. I was shocked. I was shocked. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? All right, yo. I'm gonna give you. Uh, so I'm gonna send you Zan Black History homework. And it I've seen Friday numerous Friday. times. I've seen all of them. Okay, I'm not talking about puppet on Friday like it's the office and it's in your background. You start doing dishes. I, you need to wait. Watch wait, wait, wait. I, I never watch things in the background. I I like to immerse myself Lies. in them. It's not a lie. <laughs> so I don't watch it. It's definitely distracting. I have all a right, question. Obi, do you find? Do you feel the pressure of Valentine's yeah, Day? Yeah, with oh, your yeah. new lady. But like, see, the thing is. I learned a long time ago that days like this are only good when they're around somebody you care about. Like it's a really test to your relationship. If it's hard work to get through a day like this, then you're not in the right relationship, you know? And yeah, yeah. I got a young, yeah, I got a youngin, you know, so I haven't really experienced Valentine's day as a family yet. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I I got a I got a little one, a little one, and I don't want my son growing up with the same societal pressure that I grew up when it came to Valentine's Day, getting cards, getting candies, making sure like that this day should be about appreciating everyone like Valentine's day, St. Valentine. I'm sure he was a good dude and his name sank. It's just garbage now, (laughs) but (laughs) the pressure, like the pressure that comes on to a day like Valentine's day, you know, it's, it's, it's a double-edged sword. You either put all your effort into it and then it's just another Tuesday. (laughs) On a Tuesday. (laughs) On a Tuesday. Or, or, you don't, and it's a disaster, and you wake up the next morning, and it was just another Tuesday. You're like, I you spent know? how much? Yeah, like, there's there's no reason to spend a paycheck on this day, even though no, that's what I'm doing all. next week. <laughs> like, like, just so you know, what I'm doing next, uh, next, what I'm doing for Valentine's Day is I'm ordering some Japanese Wagyu, and I'm going down to the Redondo Fish Market and getting a lobster tail the size of my arm. Cool. You the dummy sent me some. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you a video of that buttery wagyu on my cast iron. No, see, but, that, but that's what I'm saying. You like, normally it's... cook. Though. You normally show your love and express that through cooking, right? With care. Yeah, I love you just, cooking. you just, yeah. And so, I mean, it's nothing. But it's your guys' first. Different. It's your, it's your first Valentine's Day, though, isn't it? Nah, second. You better, you better step up. you better better do better than the first (laughs) oh so i shouldn't ask you to go have these on the wagyu (laughs) 70 30 i mean (laughs) well see here this brings me to my next point so uh have uh, i'm gonna ask you zan first like in your life Mm -hmm. has any woman ever done anything for you on valentine's day i mean tanya tanya's done i mean all right besides your goddamn wife um no sure I don't remember. sure. I'm sure. I yes, I I don't remember. You got a, to be you got a card and you spent hundreds. Well, I've think got... about all the things that you have done. Like how many like girlfriends, relationships on Valentine's Day, things that you've done where you've had to go and find a spot for dinner and you have to pick them up, you yeah, get dressed yeah, up, you get flowers. A, yeah. When has a girl done that for you? When has a girl say, "Hey, it's Valentine's Day. I'm going to pick you up, show up to your house with some flowers and oh, take yeah, no. you somewhere?" Not never. That, 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 has, that hasn't happened, and I'm sad now. <laughs> no, that hasn't that hasn't happened. It's, um, it's never happened. It's never happened for me either. I would love, I would love, I like, mean, like. So I'm gonna go down the line right here, Mitch. I'll start with you. Do you have a favorite sort sort of flowers for you? Somebody were to get you flowers. Do you have some a favorite? Uh, I'm gonna say that's a no. It, it is a no. You could, ju- you could just say no. no. No, I. But I'm thinking like the like I do like flower. Like flowers are fucking nice. Like I, I like. You don't nature. have a favorite flower. No, like bring me a. Uh, you know what? A, a, we. You know what would make I'll me. Tell, stuff? I'll tell Amanda to get you a succulent. All right. No. Zan, no, do you have no. a favorite? Do you have a favorite flower? No. Get, no. Tell her to get me a bonsai tree because that's a hell yeah. OG Kush. No, uh, no, bonsai, no, an actual bonsai I got, tree. I got Shannon a bonsai for Christmas. Oh, no, it was for our anniversary. What is she doing? Is she, what, is she, what is she doing with it? Okay. Is she taking care of it? Send it my way. Taking care of it? She actually, <laughs> dude, you know what's funny? I, I had, I, I only, I had a little idea, but I didn't know, but Shannon is obsessed with 
uh, Studio Ghibli, like Ponyo and like all those little, uh, the, like those little anime cartoons for kids. Like she loved those growing up. I didn't know this. So I got her a bonsai tree and on her own, she already ordered a bunch of little figurines. So now her oh, sister sister tree. For her. Yeah. <laughs> so, so now she got all these little Asian characters up in her bonsai tree. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's great. A little cat bus in there just chilling. <laughs> See, but I, at the same time, I'd be pissed if Amanda bought me one because I'd be like, dude, that shit's like 60 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> As weed money, girl. <laughs> Fuck you don't meditate. Uh, well, Zan, do you have a favorite flower? Um, I said Ochi Kush. That's a, that kind of flower you're talking about. Um, Ooh, Zan's cool. I... <laughs> <laughs> um, do I have a favorite flower? Did you just ask your wife if you do? Because that's something. <laughs> I guess oh, you know which ones I really like? No, the ones that, um, that they're, they're Hawaii. They're uh they're grown in Hawaii usually they're white and yellow in the middle, um and they kind of oh, have they're, a spiral. They're a da- that's called a daisy, you idiot. Or a daisy. Oh, it's not a daisy. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a daisy. <laughs> I love dandelions. Damn mouth. Um, God damn it. I'll tell you in a second. It's a plumeria. It's yeah. a plumeria tree. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, the plumeria. Beautiful. And you can. Oh, ooh, it, that is a pretty tree. Up. And then you can, Ooh, that you, is can so pretty. <laughs> you can you can pick a flower off and spin it and it'll spiral to the ground very nicely. Isabella so you murder it and you get a little bit of. Little, I mean, I only take color. it from uh, you know a, a fully grown tree. I'm a so I. What's your favorite my, flower? My favorite flower is the sunflower. I'm a huge fan of the sunflower. Me too. I like, like that one. Great. I love. I love like like I so I th- I was in high school. I was in a uh, middle school. And my middle school girlfriend at the time actually got me sunflowers and I always liked sunflowers and I don't know, you know, she, she has some money. <laughs> so she went and got me a big ass thing of sunflowers and it was like the dopest thing. They're in my room forever. Then I ended up like wrapping up the bottom and hanging them over my bed for a while. But I, I, I love sunflowers. I think they're dope. They're just gigantic. I think they're awesome. I, I have, th- that's great. I have two stories <laughs> real quick. <laughs> for everybody listen there i'm the same way i would have done the same thing for zan so do not fault him for this um <laughs> cool story bro yeah. but anyway <laughs> on this on sunflowers we had a random sunflower just like pop up in our front yard from a bird i guess just pooping a seed out and it's this glorious sunflower amongst the weeds in our front yard anyways I just remembered. Uh, that's why you interrupted yeah, me. That story. No, no, no. Well, that, that's, that's the first part. A bird um, shit in your front lawn. That's news. <laughs> and it sprouted. A, and it sprouted a beautiful sunflower. Okay, news, Anyways, Max. I'll show you the photo. <laughs> um, I like to make bouquets for Tanya for like when we do our like celebration of love and whatnot or anniversaries, where I'll just go and buy different flowers. Don't don't tell me the names of them. Uh, but I'll make you bouquets. Save this story they're, so bad. And they're glorious. And they're, they're glorious. Glorious. They're glorious. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, you better be done. <laughs> yeah. No, Why don't now you? That I know, right. Now that I know, you guys. The main takeaway: Zan and Tanya are in love. Shut the fuck Everybody up. else sucks. Valentine's Day sucks. Toby, shut the fuck up. I make bouquets. <laughs> <laughs> they're fire. So I mean, like. 
so listen, like I this the point I was getting to before is like what do we do like the way that we came up experiencing Valentine's Day, I wouldn't wish it upon my worst enemy. How do we create a better generation who appreciate this day and understand that love should be celebrated every day and this is just a pagan holiday to sell cards? Like, what do we do with them? Because you know, once you send them off to school and it's Valentine's Day, they're going to be passing around some chalky-ass candy and giving it to some random mm -hmm. nerd in the corner because he has no friends. Like, how are we going to change this? You better teach those kids goddamn empathy. Show them how to love. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just tell them the truth about it. You know, it's made up and just reinforce that it's important to show, you know, the people you care about love, you know, all the time. And should even know, just be, don't the, be don't about the people you care about. It should just be just if if we if we us as a society, we just loved everyone. Things would be a lot better, but we don't know how to do that yet. Yeah. We're, fuck you, Mitch. We're too I fucking like dumb. You, I don't like what you're like to say. I, th I don't agree with anything you're saying. Really? Yeah. Oh, because you like to be angry. You're just a little angry. You're a little angry elf, and you yeah, need to shut the fuck I up. Thought, I literally thought he was gonna call me a little angry black man for a second. What? I thought that was coming. Wow. <laughs> oh, so you? you just... No, he just had this look in his eye. He had this look in his eye. I've seen it before. That's all. You, at no point does racism come out of my mouth. So shut, shut your fucking mouth, <laughs> you little fucking black man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. All right. So guys, before we, uh, before we move on for some of, for some of the guys here are new dads, for some of them who are new husbands, some of them are a new relationship. I'm going to go down the line here. Do you have any advice for them of how to celebrate this day in the most productive and enriching way? Like how do you take Valentine's day and make it your own? Do you guys have any life hacks that you've done? Anything you learned? I mean, Besides champagne and Taco Bell, does anybody have any insight to this day on how to make it better, how to take the pressure off? Zan, I'll start with you. Yeah, don't celebrate it on that, <laughs> on that day. day. <laughs> I think so, yeah. On that day, you know, make something else. Make up your own Valentine's Day on another day. And if it makes but sense to doing have the it on same the thing. Day. Right, but the thing is, it's you're like you're doing it anything. on your time. I don't know, but you're doing it on your time. That doesn't doing, fucking, it, that, doing it on your time doesn't matter. I think it does matter because you're you, because it's it's a special day that makes sense for you. It's kind of like an anniversary, I guess, but you're just making it up. But that's the whole point of Valentine's Day is that you don't have to remember a separate day of your love. Is that it's February fourteenth? Oh, you don't have to young. remember. We have Google calendars. Just put it in your gut in your Google calendar. What? I, so right, I just pick well, any day and put it on my Google calendar. That like, hey, this is the day I love my wife. <laughs> one day you show this you is day, this, this day she's gonna get you down all right well, <laughs> mitch i'm gonna i'm gonna go to you because uh i love zam but that was terrible advice yeah I, that's it, trash that's it. That was trash I, so mitch in your <laughs> in your opinion like in your opinion do you have any advice on how to take the pressure off a day like this like how do you celebrate it as a family how do you celebrate it as a seasoned husband husband what do you do? Uh, he already told us what he yeah, does. I'll, I'll buy I'll buy flowers sporadically. Um, any random day doesn't matter what day it is ever. It's when I'm coming home and if I go to the mar if I'm the one going to the market, I have no problem buying flowers for my lady and for my and for my child. Uh, as a when you're younger, 
the, the to take the pressure off it's if you choose to do anything on that day and you for some reason you were to feel pressure like you didn't do enough and if that girl were to complain then fuck that bitch kick her that's a hard b that's a hard b i don't give a fuck um that's someone that's someone that's a little disclaimer i have to read um (laughs) papa don't preach does not condone the use of the hard b directed towards women or any type of bitchery no matter the uh gender so my name's um, my name's mitch and all i did was change the letter so shut the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so no if it's it's and same and same for a girl if a girl does something any anything little and a dude's not happy about it then fuck that dude too he's a dipshit too like it's a, you shouldn't you, you shouldn't there's no reason for anyone to feel pressure on a day to like why why is it that someone feels like they should have to receive a gift to get so excited like oh my god he really does love me like fuck you no well, it's not just no. a gift i mean like that's what i'm asking that's what i'm asking i'm that's not asking okay. about what you hate about the day i'm asking like any advice you can give to people about what they would do on a day like this like it literally it could be amanda walking into the room and saying hey happy valentine's day i'm taking sailor out of here i want you to play call of duty for the next six hours here, here's the <laughs> advice if you don't want to deal with any type of pressure, don't get married, don't get in a relationship, <laughs> don't have kids, and you'll be fine. And you do what you want to do. There's the no pressure because you're gonna have pressure every way, every which way you, every every aspect of life. There's pressure. Don't matter. Stop being. So just, stop, just what? What do you? What do you want? Like DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> just fuck right. it all. Fuck it all. Who cares? Yeah, all day. Like, God, right. come on. Okay. 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 So just make it intimate, make it thoughtful. Okay. You don't, I think you don't have to go big. So listen, we're, we're right now. I think everybody here has an out, you know, I know that California just opened up outdoor dining, but that sounds like you're going to be giving your significant other death for Valentine's day. Congratulations. We both died. Congratulations. (laughs) Congratulations. Here's your hospital bill. I can't go inside, but we can be inside outside. (laughs) So, like, honestly, for, when it comes to Valentine's Day, my advice to everybody, I think the perfect thing to do, if you are capable of it, is find a dish that you've never made before and try and make it. Oh, try God. and make it you, together. You want to eat, right? <laughs> like, I mean, no, a I'm a terrible gonna, idea. <laughs> no, it's a great idea. Go to fucking your local Albertsons, get a DiGiorno and maybe a couple taquitos throw them in the freezer and try to make, <laughs> try to make beef Wellington, try to make uh, some, uh, try to get a, a lobster tail and broil it. Try and make the perfect steak, maybe some stuffed chicken or bacon wrapped jalapenos. Try and do something amazing. And if it fucks up, you got a DiGiorno in the freezer. That's it. I think Valentine's day is about work. I think it's a day we should celebrate each other. It shouldn't be celebrating love. It should be celebrating each other. Like I think the love for each other, the love for each other, no man, <laughs> huh? No, telling each other. What are you saying? No, I mean the love for each. Like, look at, look at when you <laughs> try to trying to explore, try to explore any active relationship that you are in. I think goes way way farther than getting somebody flowers, a card, or a bear with a giant bear with a heart in the middle of it. Like all those gestures are still great, but like 
Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. The, the more, no, just the more I think about Valentine's Day, right? So is there more <laughs> pressure on dudes because girls do a lot more like lovey-dovey shit throughout the so, year? So women and, are more affectionate than men, and so, so Valentine's so, Day is a day for men to step up and be more affectionate. Because it's not to say that like, I don't cook dinner, but I do cook, but I do cook dinner on... I, I try to take care of dinner on Valentine's Day. Like it's well, effort goes a long way. You went from saying you don't celebrate it to that you celebrate. No, he's just cooking dinner. That's not that's not celebrating it. We don't go out like uh, Amanda and I. We don't go like oh Valentine's Day is like ripping the podcast apart. We don't we don't go do crazy <laughs> stuff. Well, I just I'm not I'm not like, going out buying like fucking three dozen roses like people do, and you she, she sure as shit ain't getting any any diamonds. <laughs> Maybe on her birthday. <laughs> Maybe on Christmas, <laughs> but other than that, no, that's we uh, we we've never celebrated it like that. But so you guys do it your own way, and you love doing it your own way. And you express the love for each other. And that works for you. And that's beautiful. Well, guys, listen. I think I think that if you were to walk up to your lady on Valentine's Day butt naked with your dick in a box and you said happy Valentine's Day. Mine love that's it. good enough. She'd love it. <laughs> well, I want to know my last thing before we move on. I know I said this before. This is the very last one, I promise. I really, 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 really want to know if you guys plan on incorporating your kids for Valentine's Day in the yes. near future. No, my kid's part of our Valentine's Day. Just not at. In what I, in, in what aspect? Like, oh, she uh, okay. dinner. Uh, for this Valentine's Day, we are we are all going to dress a little bit uh, nicer, and we were going to have dinner. So she is included. Uh, Sailor's always included. Um, yeah. This is going to be Izzy's first year. I think she'll know what's going on. Um, I really like that, I, that that you guys have Sailor write each other's cards. Yeah. I think that's really cute. Um, I mean... A lot of pressure on your daughter. Yeah, she better not fuck it up because there's a lot of things I want to say to my wife and I don't know if she knows how to spell them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I don't know how we're going to incorporate Izzy into it. Um, yeah. Dress her up like a teddy bear. We have she, she, she does have a onesie that looks like Bowie, our dog. <laughs> See? Okay. I don't yeah. think she'll fit in that anymore. Yeah, dress her up as a teddy bear. Strap a plate onto her head and put a little hors d'oeuvres on it. I'm assuming well, you probably. Guys are you know what I'll do? Family. You know what I'm gonna do? Uh, I'll have her help me make breakfast for Tanya in the morning. I think Valentine's Day revolves around food. I think sure. there's a thing about cooking, enjoying food on this day. I think we have a choice on making an amazing meal or exploring the kitchen or dropping about 200 bills on a fucking burnt ass steak at Morton's. See, but I, yeah. but I think that's the difference like from if you're living with someone or if you're, you know, dating, so you just dating, like, you know, you just started dating someone to where it's like, okay, we're going to go out to dinner. We're going to go, I'm going to impress you compared to, Hey, I've been with my lady for a while. And we're going to do this amazing thing here. 
Because as I, know, I, think, I, think, also, I think that's different. I, I think that's that, that's best. That's best. Uh, I think that's really, really just based on what type of game that you're trying to pull. Like mm-hmm. I know that I'm not like I'm not taking somebody to a fancy ass restaurant. I'm I'm throwing down in the kitchen. That's how. That's how yeah. I'm showing my swag. That's that's how it's done. Oh, my game still works. If I bring home Taco Those Bell, if I cook anything, if I <laughs> it still matter to me. <laughs> she mine. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure uh, Amanda doesn't listen to this podcast. Okay. <laughs> nope, but her dad does. Hey, John. <laughs> well, I guess. I guess the feeling is. I think. I think the feeling around this is pretty mutual. Valentine's Day is a shit holiday made by a bunch of piece of shit Judeo Christian bastardizing a holiday, trying to turn it into a Hallmark holiday. Um, it doesn't mean anything to any of us. It shows that. We don't care. I think the Papa Don't Preach poll says Valentine's Day, you burnt. Am I correct? Absolutely. You garbage. Yes. All right. Well, you guys, <laughs> thank you for talking about Valentine's Day. Everybody out there, stick around. We're going to be back with Papa's pulpit. This is Papa Don't Preach. And a happy Valentine's Day to all y'all. Nerds. back ladies and gentlemen you have made it to the end of our podcast you have reached the promised land this is a segment we call papa's pulpit here on papa don't preach this is when we all get together and act like a bunch of grumpy old men and talk about what is really getting on our goddamn nerves uh things that are upsetting us rubbing us the wrong way maybe it might be a feel-good story probably not but i'm gonna grab this pulpit i'm gonna pass it over to my man zan step up to the pulpit and tell us what is irking you okay so uh, from past podcasts, you know, I have issue with religion. Uh, I have an issue with um, the Catholic Church. Yep. Um, did you know that the Los Angeles Los Angeles Catholic Church took about 80 million in PPP funds, even though they have an 850 million dollar surplus? Um, wait, wait, I think wait, wait. That, How do you get an 850 million surplus? I don't know. It's because they're ran as a nonprofit, which is another issue I have a big problem with that we all should have a big problem with, especially if some churches are supporting political candidates and holding events like that. Anyways, uh, on top of that, the U S archdiocese took at least 1.5 billion in PPP funds. And then about more than 3 billion in taxpayer funded government aid. And guess how much they have in cash for available funds. I Give me a guess. Of, I don't even want to guess. Um, can I go with two, uh, 800, no, 900 million. I was going to go with 10, 10 billion, 10 oh. billion. What the, I, I mean, this is, it's astounding. What I don't understand fuck? it. What? It's, uh, as a Catholic, I denounce this. It's crazy. There are a lot of businesses that, that need help, needed help, still need help. Uh, a good amount aren't coming back after this. And it's just, it's, you know, the corruption is alive and well. I just don't know where our tax dollars are going there. I don't know either. 
um, I think I just saw the number and got incredibly just angry and just and stopped stopped looking. Just closed everything down. It's 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 disconcerting, uh, and it's yeah. So that's my pulpit. You know, if you want to practice religion, do it. Just don't give money to these places. God but damn. why? There's a basket comes in front of me. I gotta give them money. <laughs> <laughs> or they guilt you. Um, yeah, it's crazy. It's it's, it's yeah. unbelievable. Look into it more. I encourage it. I, I I'm going to, and I really Jesus would not be down. Ugh, rubs me the wrong way. Rubs me the wrong way. All right. Well, thank you very much for sharing. The wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the only thing that rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, we got All it. Right. All right. <laughs> Remember, ladies, front to back. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I'm taking away the pulpit. Thank you very much, Zan. I'm sliding right over to my man, Mitch. Mitch, please step up and tell me what's irking you. Oh, what's irking me? Okay. So, one, Kurt Schilling is, he was a professional baseball player and also myself because I'm sort of backtracking because he is such a pile of shit. And we talked about <laughs> separating. You know the person and the artist, and yeah, you know yeah. I've I, I I have to admit I have favored many athletes when they've you know when they fucked up, and it's probably because uh, been because I was younger, and you know sports having such a big impact on my life, you know I I guess I didn't take a lot of things into consideration, and. So people have gotten passes uh, due to me being young and ignorant. Um, yeah. But when you see a prior athlete say the things that he type of things that he has said, um, when like I'm an adult, like that shit doesn't fly. So I'm a little bit mad at myself for giving other people passes. And, Honestly, fuck Kurt Schilling because he is just a walking pile of shit. The shit that he has spewed out of his mouth. I don't know if has, has it, have any of you guys heard of the shit that he said? Yeah, I I haven't. I always I, I you know I I move it with uh, what's that guy's name? Randy Quaid, the actor Randy Quaid. <laughs> yeah, like, the shitter's full, Clark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I always just rubbed it off as like whatever, man. He's just a dude. Like fuck him. But then I I realize what you're saying, man. Like he does have reach. He does reach a lot of people. And like, what the hell? Yeah. So I'm I'm like so he like he's just his his QAnon his his just his bullshit like just just flat out bullshit is what it is that he that he's been spewing. And you know he he also did this whole thing on you know Trump loving like younger girls to where it's like you're a father. That's weird that you would say that. Um, so, <laughs> like, there's, I, I, like, I'm, I'm more mad at myself actually for the more I think about things over and over and over again. To where, okay, if this, if this shit happened when I was like today, would I feel the same way that I, how I, you know, still love Kobe Bryant and how I still always watch every single Mike Tyson fight. And you know that's that's on me, and yeah. So you're a piece of shit. Yeah. So yeah, that's my pulpit. That I'm a giant piece of shit, and uh, 
so are a lot of athletes and musicians and actresses <laughs> and actors. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's my, that's my pulpit. Like I just, I don't fuck up these days. <laughs> don't fuck up when I'm an adult. It was okay. It was okay for you to fuck up when I was a kid. Cause I, I looked at the sport was more important probably, uh, compared to today. So when you fuck up today and especially if you're, <laughs> you're no longer an athlete then you are you're really digging yourself your own grave and you, you belong oh. you belong in the gutter but, <laughs> so yeah that's yeah I, i'm a little bit upset with myself with the the more i think about things like just day-to-day having a daughter and yeah fuck him and yeah fuck myself <laughs> all right all i gotta right. i gotta call it how i see it i'm always gonna be true and you know it's i'm i'm day to day i'm learning so you're growing yeah, you're absolutely growing. knowledge is power man so thank you very much for your pulpit <laughs> uh, i don't think you're a piece of shit um right now in front of people but we'll have a separate conversation after the pod. <laughs> But can I'm I be gonna, a part of that? Yes, you can. I'll, I'll put you in. I'll zoom you in. I'll send you the link. Um, I won't get so there. I'll slide this pulpit over to myself. Um, I got a petty. You know what? I, I keep saying that, but they're all going to be petty. I got a petty complaint. I got something that's irking me. I got something on my mind. Uh, my big my big fuck you goes to Home Depot right now. And... I don't want to get too far into it, but I bought some sod. I wanted to get some grass. I bought St. Augustine sod. I'm supposed to get some nice leafy green grass. I did everything I was supposed to. I aerated my ground, poked a bunch of holes. I watered it. I poured the seeds. I put the soil on, watered it again, and I let it grow. I left. I let nature do its thing. And now I got so many goddamn four-leaf clovers growing up in my backyard. Yeah, they're all four. I thought I was supposed to be lucky or some shit. But no, it's just created some type of Jumanji forest in my backyard. My dog takes a dump. I watch my dog take a dump and I go to pick it up. I can't find the shit. I'm literally like (laughs) Rick Moranis sitting there in a suspended bungee (laughs) with my my magnifying glass looking through this, trying to figure out what I just wanted some regular grass. And like, (laughs) I can't return that $60 bag, I can't, I, what am I supposed to do? Write them a bad review? Like it said, it has a picture of what my grass is supposed to look like. And it doesn't, it looks like the back of some decrepit house up in the West Valley. Like, I don't understand what is going on. I just wanted some normal grass. Why is it hard to get normal grass? Like, do I got to buy the actual grass and put the squares down and water it like a chump? No, I'm supposed to. They said right on the box, DIY, your own backyard. It will look beautiful. You know what got me? It was the little black dude on the box that made me feel like I was at home. He sat there with his thumb up like, you can garden too. And I'm like, yeah. I picked up this bag. I poured it in my backyard. And now I got a discarded field. If I built it, it was supposed to come. Nothing came except the weeds. Uh, Zan, it looks like you have a question. Go ahead. Do you have your receipt? Get the fuck out of here with my goddamn receipt. <laughs> they, listen, you have, if you buy a plant from Home Depot, and if you keep that receipt, you can return that thing up to a year if it dies. 
you you realize how long it took this shit to grow, right? <laughs> I'm past their 90 day return their oh, return was, policy. Oh, uh, <laughs> you said it was sod. It was a big bag. It was a, like it was like the quick grow uh, big bag oh, of grass. And I wasn't listening very well. I'm sorry. I well, you know what? That's the problem <laughs> with you men. All right, <laughs> that's the problem. Let, with let you me men. have it. Let me have it. I, but so basically, I just want to know if anybody here has an affiliate with Home Depot. Like, uh, I, I believe the company was called Traffic Master. Yeah, they like, they, they deal with cars, not not sod. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I think I think they do turf. I forgot the name of this motherfucking grass. I'm gonna find it, and I'm gonna let you guys know. But it's petty. It's stupid. I I got greenery in there. I'm gonna cut it all off tomorrow. I got I got my my handy dandy Ryobi weed whacker. I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna go to town. I'm gonna do what I need to do. But it's just it's so it's so frustrating that all I wanted to do was grow some grass. Are you and are you mad that you have grass and now you have Saturday chores? Yes, I am. Because <laughs> let me just tell you how upset I am. My original pulpit was supposed to be about government funded education and about how teachers are literally left to die during this fucking pandemic and have to pull themselves up and we're not taking care of them. And it's kind of atrocious. And I think it's a national tragedy that the people who hold our future in their hands are being discarded, let alone unappreciated. Just like literally like, fuck you, you're on your fucking own. Like those motherfuckers shouldn't have to pay taxes. They shouldn't have to pay for fucking pencils for their own class. They shouldn't have to worry about where their food is coming from. They shouldn't have to worry about where their rent's coming from. But let me tell you right now that as serious as that is, I would rather stand here and complain about how Home Depot fucked me over because I had my heart and soul invested in this. I was so excited to see how my beautiful itty bitty backyard and the only thing that is mine the only thing where my dog can graze and i can lay with my son and look up at the sky and say you know what when i was your age we didn't even have grass i can't do that now i can't even do that now you had grass. you know what i gotta do on saturday you know what i gotta do on saturday i don't get to hang out my hammock i don't get to set up my picnic table i don't get to fucking just enjoy my big ass flat feet on the greenery i gotta cut the motherfucker that's what i gotta do I got to do Saturday chores. And guess how much I get paid for those chores? In love. Uh, in Black History Month, oh, let me tell Jesus. you how much I get paid for these chores. I had to go there. Let me tell you right now. I had to go there, Mitch. You got something to say? Yeah, I was going to say, you don't think I was going to enjoy that, <laughs> oh, that fresh cut lawn? <laughs> Ugh, all right, poop. don't bring it to kids. Yeah, it's oh, yeah, 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 kids. Yeah, it's a goddamn dad <laughs> podcast. That's what we do. <laughs> Well, guys, thank you so much. Thanks. That's my pulpit. Thank you guys so much for sticking by us, listening to us rant and rave. I'd like to give a big shout out to our producer, Big Blank Pierre. Oh, Mr. Blank <laughs> There it is. There it is. Aaron Mostow, what up? DNA, what up? They do our music. We very much appreciate it. You guys stick around for our podcast. Next week, we're going to have more pump in content for you ladies and gentlemen this is papa don't preach and we have reached the end we will see you next week before we go no i'm gonna nope i gotta cut you off right there i gotta say a big congratulations to my daughter for making it through her first 100 days of school hey i gotta i I gotta i gotta give her a shout out for that because it's been online so now you you can cut this bitch (laughs) 
Uh, I appreciate that. Big shout out to Sailor. But for everybody who's out there, Sailor sent me a diss video and I did not appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, because you were afraid of dinosaurs, pussy. <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> Papa Don't Preach. We'll see you next week. <laughs>